on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Uh, we're back from uh, Sun Valley. Got to talk about that for a moment. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to move there. I was like, you know what? This this could be the life for me. I'm just going to live on the mountains. Doesn't it feel like you're in your own little universe or yeah. bubble in Sun Valley? I was like, this kind of feels like I'm in my own little uh, community or tribe and I'm like I don't think I'm ever going to leave. Can we just yeah. get engineering to send us some equipment and we just do the show from here? It was it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun stuff we did. We ate a lot of really good food. Um, gosh, played pickleball. There were some older ladies playing pickleball and I could like I thought maybe we'd want to mix it up with them and oh, no. I could tell they were like, way, no, we're way, way too, too good. intimidated by that. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to talk about pickleball real quick. So we did play and I posted about it on our Instagram and we did like a cute little photo and then we said who played better. Joey or Lauren. And I need to clarify, like 90% of the votes where Lauren played better, Joey smoked me in pickleball. It was not my best day. It was it was actually pretty sad, but I didn't injure anyone. And that was know. a lot of questions that we got on Facebook and on Instagram. Did anybody's rotator cuff get torn? No. We I were also, safe. I had a great accomplishment. So uh, I went golfing on the golf course there and uh, Justin, who kind of organized the whole thing. He was he was awesome from uh, Sun Valley, and I could tell he was going to be a really good golfer because he had, I mean, I looked at his bag, and he had this little uh, putter cover, and it said Pebble Beach on it, and I was like, oh, oh geez. that's like where the pros play. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I worked there for like, a little bit. What am I getting myself into? So with golf, you know, if there's a lot of times only two people playing. So it was me and Justin uh, from Sun Valley, and then we got paired up with two other people. And that's a big moment for me because when you get paired up, my goal, anytime I go golfing, don't be the worst of the four. Don't be the worst guy, right? <laughs> Don't be the worst guy. That's an okay goal to have. I it guess. is. Like, I've never wanted to be the best. I just don't want to be the worst. That's my goal. And so we get there. We get to the golf course. We get to the first time. And, we, you know, it's me. And I already knew Justin was going to be better than me, which is fine, right? I mean, this guy's a pro almost. And then the other two guys were there. And I saw them, like, tee off. And I was like, I'm going to be the worst. I'm going to be the worst. And my shot was okay. It was the worst out of the four. Now, do you have a terrible time when you're golfing when you are the worst? Does it just suck? No, like, you, you just, just got to feel... know you're the worst. Okay. Right? Like, And so I think you either embrace it or you try to pretend like you're not the worst and you're mm-hmm. trying to act like, my shot was just like yours except for like 100 yards shorter. <laughs> so I knew that Justin was going to be better than me. And then this one guy, I can't remember the, the other two guys' names, but they were pretty good. But then the second shot the guy hit, I was like, okay, I'm not the worst. So and I wasn't. Weren't? I ah, wasn't the worst. Okay. I definitely wasn't the best, but I wasn't the worst. You deserve a ribbon or something. Big accomplishment. Also, you're probably not going to like this, but uh, as we were golfing, the guy Justin I was golfing with was incredible. And I'm serious when I said this. I said if I could golf like you right now and get your golf power, I would give up my right pinky toe. <laughs> I feel. I, and I, Why I'm your dead right serious. pinky toe? Well, Why not right, the left? Sorry, right or left? <laughs> right or left pinky toe? Like, okay. if you could have a secret talent, or not even secret, but if you could just have a super good talent at something, wouldn't you give up a pinky toe? I know my balance could be thrown off I was going to say, you may not be able to play golf without your pinky toe. I think there's got to be. You might be off balance. I feel like I've heard if you take away a toe, maybe it's not the pinky toe. I would just, whatever toe I could take away and I could still play golf and I could play like him, I told I him I'd do it. I think you'd have to take away one of the middle toes because then at least you have balance on both sides. Does that make yeah, sense? That's, yeah, you're right. I think probably. Okay, so <laughs> I mean, maybe I not my really pinky know. toe. Maybe my uh, my middle toe. Okay. Right? So big toe, second toe. I told Justin, I said, if I could play golf like you right now, I would <laughs> yes. trade out a toe. Wow. It's not a bad idea, right? 
So that was that was my weekend. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we did do some bowling. Uh, this is a hidden gem. I didn't know they had this. They have a bowling alley like underneath yeah. the lodge. And so we played bowling. And I was very impressed because I murdered you in bowling. And I thought, finally, finally I win at something. Because pickleball, I stunk at. Everything else, I stink at. And so I finally... That was a really win it's moment for me. Because I was in shorts. I, I don't do well when I bowl in shorts. I've got to have pants on. Because <laughs> then I keep looking down at my bowling shoes with the, with my you know ankle socks, and I just I get kind of freaked out by it. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was it really it was a nice little getaway for us. And I think the Facetime count for our son was three, only three Facetimes in two days. Not terrible. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. We also slept in separate beds, which was amazing. <laughs> We did. So our room had uh, two beds in it, and we walk in, and at first we're trying to figure out, okay, which one do we want? And then I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm getting so my amazing. own. I want my own bed, and that was incredible. And now I'm kind of contemplating doing two beds in our bed bedroom at home. You are, because I, I thought about that. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to sound like a jerk and bring it up. It was but awesome. It was great. Why don't more people sleep separately if you're together? What's the point of sharing a bed? Seriously, maybe there's a couple reasons you share a bed, but not the reasons <laughs> that I care about. Like, I want to sleep, and it was great. And I think from now on, if we go to Sun Valley again, I'm going to be like, can we get two beds, please? And they're going to be like, oh, is it just you two? Yeah, nope, I, yep, but uh, I'd like two beds. We need our own beds. Because there's nothing better than having that entire space to yourself. I can I can lay on my right side. I can lay on my left side. Well, think of all the pillows. I know. Because each bed is like four pillows. I don't have to share. I, I get all the pillows to myself. It's a great, great time. So uh, a ton of fun. We put up a video, and you can see that. We put up pictures, too, which is really cool. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren's Trending Stories. Apparently, there's a big art fair in Madison, Wisconsin, and people are freaking out because there's a famous sculpture at this art fair called Dumpty Humpty. Which is Humpty, Humpty, Humpty? <laughs> which is Humpty Dumpty sitting on the toilet. So it's called Dumpty Humpty. Oh my god. You gosh. get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this sculpture has been stolen and now the Madison Police Department are on the search for, for Dumpty, Dumpty Humpty. Humpty. <laughs> it's fourteen hundred dollar bronze sculpture. It actually you know looks pretty though? amazing. Think about anybody that would want that in the bathroom. Like you show up in someone's bathroom and they got a little egg there sitting on the toilet, a little sculpture. That's cute. My uh friends growing up. In high school, you know the um, you see them uh, a lot of times just out on the side of the road. The signs say "No dumping, please." Oh my gosh! Yeah. They, they have they that had, in their they, bathroom. They had one of those in their <laughs> bathroom. Real, real classy. You show up to someone's bathroom and there's a big nasty street sign that says "No dumping, please." I've seen some people's bathrooms where they have like an iconic picture or portrait of a bathroom scene in a movie, uh-huh. like the Dumb and Dumber bathroom scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a picture of that in their bathroom. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna just stick with maybe. Nice little picture of a flower. I've said this before. My uh, my friends, they had a Michael Jordan-themed bathroom. They were all a huge basketball family. Yeah, but, but was it a kid's bathroom? No, it was the guest bathroom. Like oh. the guest bathroom, you'd show <laughs> up and there's Michael Jordan stuff everywhere. Dang. Yeah. So Will Smith was asked what his best, what he feels is his best movie ever and his worst movie ever. Okay. Do you have anything you want to throw out there that best you think is his ever, best worst. or worst? Will Smith. Best movie. Uh, Men in Black, and then worst movie ever, 
Mm-hmm. Wasn't I thought Wild Wild? Was it called Wild Wild West? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was terrible. <laughs> wow, you're pretty spot on. So Will Smith himself says his best movie would be a tie between the first Men in Black and the Pursuit of Happiness. Oh yeah. And then he says his worst is Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West was a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, you could tell when he was talking about it. It was, was almost like, uh... like Men in. Bl- they were trying to do Men in Black with a cowboy hat on. Basically, I feel like if I remember that movie right, it was terrible. Yeah. And there's a driver from Texas who's been cited for using the carpool lane with a skeleton passenger. This oh, happens a skeleton. All no, the you got to do the mannequin. The mannequin you can get away with, but not the skeleton. Uh, it's Halloween themed, spooky season. Yeah. First time I ever drove in an HOV lane is I didn't realize the whole solid line, dotted line. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I should have known that a solid line That's you're not kind supposed of to cross over. Driving 101. Yeah. It, it is driving 101, but I still didn't realize it. And I know a lot of people still weave in and out of a carpool lane, but most people, they really try to stick to it. And I was weaving in and out, and my friend driving was like, what are you doing? Stay in the lane. I said, oh, okay, sorry, you can't handle this. He's like, no, dude, like, that's a huge fine if you get caught. Did you get pulled over? No, I didn't. I didn't. But now he, like, scarred me for life. So anytime I'm in a city that has a carpool lane and I'm sitting there right in the middle of it, and I see people just, whoa, 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 I'm like, Wow. You guys are gutsy. When, when I'm in a one of those lanes, it's like there's a wall. Like, I literally cannot get yeah, out yeah, because yeah, yeah. if I have an exit I need to get, I'm like, well, can't. I'm stuck here. I yeah. can't get out. There's it, no way. Man, if you, get it, if you get it humming, it's a great, great option. But problem is sometimes you get stuck behind the station wagon with the Griswold family and what you're do you done. Do? You're toast. There's a man from Missouri made a huge mistake. He took a Facebook photo where he was trying to sell catalytic converters how you say that? I would call them Cadillac. No, Cadillac converters on Facebook Marketplace. And in that photo, he forgot to crop out um, drug paraphernalia. Oh. Yeah. So there were some some big issues in that photo. And it was reported to the police and the man is in a lot of trouble. Yeah, cropping is key when you're taking photos nowadays, right? Or just don't do drugs. But that too. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I agree with that. That's No, that is point number one. Point number two is... You've got to be careful with your photo cropping. Like, I've been there before. You take a photo, and then you're good. Check out the backgrounds, because you never know what you're going to see. Blur it out. Do whatever you need to do. Especially around mirrors. There's been some sketchy photos, and you don't realize (laughs) the mirror is hitting it, and then you can see, like, someone behind you, and they're naked or something. Well, how many times did that happen with all the working from home, and you'd have newscasters in their living room? There was a mirror. They see a reflection of their spouse getting out of the shower or something crazy like that. Uh, Britney Spears, even though the conservatorship is done, she will not be performing. She says she's there's a slim done chance that. that she'll ever be performing again. She's just not into it. And uh, we all thought, and it was her father controlling her, but even though that's kind of been eliminated, she's not going to be performing. Man, I'm not telling her, but that's a huge money opportunity with everyone the Free Britney movie. I you know. can call it the Free Britney Tour. And people would, I mean, that's true. Automatically, if Britney went on tour, it'd be crazy. But if you called it the Free Britney tour and all the team Free Britney would show up, she'd be making a whole bunch of money. Yeah, it sounds like she's wanting to retire. So we'll see how that goes. And those are some of your trending stories. You probably shouldn't answer that. Time for another phone janks. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get to today's phone janks. A little coworker on coworker crime. Have you ever been accused of doing something in the office by a coworker you didn't do? Yes. Steal something, take something, whatever. Yes, I remember a coworker one time freaked out, thought I stole her like lucky pen. I'm like, girl, I didn't touch your pen. Not about <laughs> that life. So Lydia reached out to us, wanted us to play a prank on uh, Stephanie. So Stephanie and Lydia work together. So I call from the third party HR department. 
say we need to talk about the fettuccine incident. What's the fettuccine incident? <laughs> oh, you stealing fettuccine from somebody's, you know, break room fridge, right? And uh, it's the phone jinx. Hello? Hello, is this Stephanie? This is. Stephanie, hi. This is Matthew over with <laughs> Human Resources. I don't know if we've actually talked to you. We're we're the third party company that uh, that covers. <laughs> so we just wanted to give you a call um, and follow up about the uh, the fettuccine incident that you were involved in, and kind of excuse follow- me. We wanted to talk to you about the uh, fettuccine incident that I you were involved in. Fettuccine incident? I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Stephanie, it's easier if we if we're just very cooperative in this call, um, just to get to the bottom of it. So we're just trying to figure out what's going on with with you and the fettuccine, and why. I, I guess have, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so yeah, we got a seven, and we actually got seventeen reports of this that you <gasps> ate a coworker's fettuccine out of the break room. Uh, looks like what? seven days ago. Yes. And uh, we're just trying to figure out what goes behind that. Like, why do you like stealing food? Or we're just trying to get to the, the bottom of it, try to help out all all parties involved. So what's the deal? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. That is crazy. I, I, don't, I don't even like fettuccine. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm just going to read you one of the reports we got from one of your coworkers that said, Stephanie took out fettuccine that clearly wasn't hers and was prancing around the office saying, I love fettuccine. This is not mine, but I'm eating it uh, anyway. This sounds, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have, I, that didn't happen. Who said that about me? I didn't do anything we, like we that. Have, we have 17 reports. They're, the whole office knows that you've been reports? 17. So we want to send you an Olive Garden gift card because it sounds like you have a weird obsession with fettuccine. Would that be okay? And that'll that'll no. hopefully curb your uh, your obsession with I this. I, this is not, I think this is a mistake. I don't know what you're talking about. I had nothing to do with this, and I don't even like fettuccine. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, honesty is the best policy. I really can't have you just lying to me through the phone like this. It's okay to admit you stole no, you're the not fettuccine. Me. I don't like fettuccine. I didn't do whatever these people are saying. This is crazy. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I do have a report from one coworker that says Stephanie may lie and say she doesn't like fettuccine, but she eats it four to five no, times a week. No, I don't know what you're talking about. This is not me. I'm trying to tell you. I don't know what you're talking about. This has been a mistake. This is wrong. You know what? We do have one more report from Lydia, your coworker, and uh, she says this is actually Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning, and this is a phone janks. And uh, Lydia wanted to mess with you, and there's no stealing a fettuccine. <laughs> oh, I have to get her back. You that do. Is just too uh, yeah, funny. I, I, She's crazy. You're sitting there going, stealing fettuccine from the break room? What is going on? So, no, uh, we're not even sending you an Olive Garden gift card, unfortunately, all right? It's just messing okay, with you. Okay, that's all good. <laughs> Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's make up or break up where we try to get you on a second date. We have Greg with us. He reached out, said he went on a lunch date with Jamie. Couple of texts, no response. An Instagram DM and no response. And when you've gone with the text and the Instagram, you know uh, something's not right. So let's talk to Greg, get his side of things. Hello, Greg. Hey, how you doing? We're doing wonderful. Thanks so much for joining us. Okay, so, uh, Jamie, I mean, you've reached out on kind of multiple different platforms and still no response. 
This is true. Uh, DM, uh, you know, a little Instagram, and then okay. I texted her after we had, had gone out, and just nothing. Okay. Okay, so what did you guys do on the date? You know, I wanted to keep it kind of mellow, so I just was like, let's just go to lunch one day, and, uh, you know, we have a couple mutual friends online, and I know that she eats healthy, so I was like, all right, you know, soup, salad, that kind of thing. So we just went out and sort of ate, had lunch. Okay. okay. Chill. Taking her interest into consideration. I like that. Okay. You tried to go her style. You think she'd like that. Right. Uh, yeah, it was good. We had a lot in common, I thought. You know, seemed like we hit it off. You know, we both are like dog people. We both have dogs, and we had talked about taking the dogs out together and oh, sweet. doing more things. And, uh, Okay, so there was definitely convers- there was definitely conversations about going out again. Yeah. I mean, there was there was hey, we're gonna go out and hang out with our dogs and everything. Yeah, it wasn't like I asked her for like that date. I just sort of said maybe we could do something like that, and she seemed interested. I did ask her to go to dinner afterwards, and I thought that was gonna happen, and that was you know pretty much the last time I've heard from her. Unfortunately, Dang. and she okay. was agreeing to to like maybe going out to dinner again. Like she like audibly said, "Yes, I would love that." Uh, yeah, as far as I can tell, okay. like, was like, yeah, you know, get in touch. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. I was like, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And you've reached out since going on a date? Definitely text her. When I didn't hear back, I hit her on Insta. Yeah. just didn't okay. get anything from that either. All right. So here's what we're going to do, Greg. Let's play a song, all right, and then we will call Jamie when we come back, all right? Okay. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and this is make up or break up. We're trying to get Greg on a second date. Not a lot there as far as like he can't figure it out. He's like two texts, mm-hmm. a DM on Instagram. We The last thing I heard from her is we need to go out for dinner because they just went out for lunch. Yeah, I kind of like his style. He's like, I didn't want to do too much, yeah. so I thought lunch on the first date was great. And she seemed interested in going out again because, what, he said they both have dogs. Yep. They talked about taking their dogs out. So uh, we've got Jamie's number. We need to get her side of things. Hello? Hello, is this Jamie? Yes, Cassie calling. Yeah, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show. Hello. I know it's kind of odd. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Um, I'm sorry. Where are you from? So we're uh, we're from the radio. We're called Joey and Lauren. <laughs> I don't know how else to say. Uh, we're uh, a radio show. Lauren we... normally does a better job at explaining <laughs> why we're calling you because it's very so, specific. Yes. Um, I, I know we're catching you off guard, but if you have a second, we're actually calling you on behalf of a fan of our show. Uh, his name is Greg. Greg recently took you out on a first date, and he is really interested in going out with you again, but he's concerned because he hasn't heard back from you after a couple of attempts to reach out. So he called us and said, hey, guys, could you call Jamie to see what's going on and why she's not texting me back? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I've just never heard of this before. <laughs> it's okay. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's my okay. ego is bruised, but it's all right. No, so what's going good. on? <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I know Greg. Uh, I know he's tried to reach out. I just, uh, yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Got it. I mean, it was, so was there something specific, though, or is it like you just haven't gotten back to him? I mean, Greg, he's super nice. Like, he, he really is a super friendly, nice guy. But, honestly, our date, like, our lunch date was super weird. Okay. What happened? So, like, he took us to a place to get, like, soup and salad, that kind of thing, which, you know, that's normally fine or whatever. But the thing is, this place had bottomless soup and salad, and Greg 
like, he took that to heart. Like, I've never seen someone gulf down so much food just to get more. Like, he said he was trying to get his money's worth, and, like, <laughs> I can kind of appreciate that, but this was, this was like, a godly level, and it, 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 it was weird. <laughs> okay, so he was just getting Man, out like, of hand? Like, yeah, like, I mean, he was like, come on, we got to get our money worth, blah, 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 and, like, it was bowl after bowl after He even took some home. Wait. Okay. <laughs> it's super salad. I will well, say it's on. not very filling. Was he like making a scene, like making a mess, like shouting out for more rounds, or was he just eating a lot? Because I could see if the guy's hungry, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. I mean, he wasn't messy, but he was definitely very boisterous, and especially when he called for the waiter over. And it was kind of embarrassing, and it was a lot to take in. So you felt like you were an afterthought with uh, the super salad and all that stuff. That was the main. That was the main yeah. interest, and then you were just there. Um, listen, Jamie, we are going to make things more interesting. If you had heard the show before, you may know that uh, Greg is with us on the other line. But because you are unfamiliar, we actually have Greg with us, and I would love to get his side of things. So, Greg, let's bring you on. So, you were eating a lot of super salad. It sounds like this is this is not a good thing for me because I love to eat. So naturally, I'm like, ah, yeah, dude wants to eat. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I don't know. Whatever. This is the weirdest response to this I've ever, ever heard. I, yeah, I'm, I like to eat. I like to get my money's worth. I like those buffet-style places. And I was like, I'm just going to have what I want to have. I don't understand why it was such an issue. So, Jamie, was I this mean, just I'm like... I'm not trying to knock that you like it, but this was our first date. Like, it was our first date, and it was already a lunch date, which is already a little weird because it's in the middle of the work week. So it was like... <laughs> hey, let me, like, I'll come have lunch with you for, like, an hour, and I got to go back to work kind of thing. It was it was odd. I don't know. I how, thought it was cool. I was like, long, I don't want to pressure long were you, you guys there? dinner time thing. How long were you guys there? Uh, what's that? Oh, I don't know. What, an hour and a half? But, you know, she had to get back to work, so it was pretty quick and easy. But, I mean, it was like a marathon for you, and I was just like... <laughs> Was it just like an obnoxious nice amount of, like, slurping down soup and, like, just shoveling in salad? I mean, I thought he was going for a personal record at one point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is my kind guy of guy. Likes to eat. Get your money's worth. You know who I hear in my back of my head? I hear my mom and my dad when we went to a restaurant. You got to get your money's worth. You keep <laughs> eating. Sure you finish You keep it. eating. You keep eating. Listen, you took Unlimited to a whole nother level, and that's okay. And, uh, Jamie, I don't know if you can forgive Greg for this. Maybe you guys go to not an Unlimited buffet-style restaurant next time. Would you want to go out with him again? Um... I think we should see other people. Okay. Well, I think you need to see a couple more bowls of salad and soup. That's what I would do. <laughs> right, Greg? Should we meet up for a lunch date? It sounds like you two should. Yeah, I think we should. We should just go crazy. It's, <laughs> uh, thank you for understanding where I'm coming from. <laughs> Me, dudes eating food? Yeah, I'm totally understandable. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time to fess up. Tell the Truth Tuesday with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and that music means it's time for Tell Tell the the Truth Truth Tuesday. Tuesday. A truth question that we must answer. It's like we're playing truth or dare on the show, uh, but we're not going to do any dares because this is radio and you wouldn't be able to see anything. It would be very dumb. So we just tell you truth questions that you text in. They go into the jar of truth. And today's question is, what is your most irrational fear? Oh man. I have so Irrational. Many. Yeah, this is so this many. is right up your alley. I mean, Lauren has I don't even know if you have any rational fears. Most of your fears are very irrational. I just put myself in scenarios in my brain that makes me think something is out to get me. Yeah. 
or I'm scared of something. Uh, one in particular that just popped into my mind, which is actually quite relevant because we recently went bowling. Uh-huh. And I would say one of my most irrational fears that I don't think I've shared with anyone before is those um, bowling ball return machines. Yeah. Those things freak me out. What are you scared of? They're going to shoot out a bowling ball? Those balls like pop out so quickly and they're these huge, heavy, hard, like marble, whatever, bowling balls. And I am terrified that my hand is going to get jammed or as I'm waiting for it, it's going to pop out, jam my fingers, smack me, jump out, hit me. I don't know what it is, but those machines, I don't trust them. They really weird me out. So I think that is a big, like irrational fear of mine. That's funny you brought that up because mine also has to do with a machine. In fact, my machine is more common than even a bowling ball return. Okay. I still have a problem with escalators. I'll have a problem with escalators till I die. You do? Getting off of an escalator still gives me anxiety. <laughs> like, if, if we're in the middle of a conversation, let's say we go to the mall and we're on an escalator and we're in the middle of a conversation. When I get near the top, I need silence because I need to focus. Like, I cannot talk about dogs or whatever random topic <laughs> and just get off an escalator seamlessly. I have to focus. And I think it's a fear of, as a kid, it was the the uh, armrests, right? Those black things that, you know, keep going over. I was what worried that my arm. arm well, like, oh, well, you put your arm on. The, well, you the hold on to it. Yeah. It used yeah, to be yeah, the yeah, handrails yeah. that freaked me out. But now it's something with, you know, the actual, like, what your feet are standing on, the actual stair of the escalator. Somehow my shoe gets caught under and I get sucked under and or I disappear. Or chops your foot off. Or I it mean, chops my foot with off. With the bowling ball return, I don't even know what they're called, but those machines, I have a fear that my fingers are going to get chopped off or my hands going to get eaten by the machine or I'm going to get It's pushing out at least, the, but I, I guess sucked under. It weirds me out. Stuff like that. You're going like, to get sucked under you. and then live in a bowling alley for the rest of your life behind the pins and no one can <laughs> help you. You're screaming. They're like, is some lady back there with all the pins? I would screaming? just mess with people and start knocking down pins or putting them back up when they shouldn't be up. Especially not only escalators, but I have an irrational fear of them moving sidewalks at airports. Mm. Same thing. I'm like, something's going to happen. I just get irritated with those because people will go and just stand. And maybe that's the point. Yeah. But I go on it to walk faster. So it's and supposed to be in my way. In the at least from what I understand the moving sidewalks in an airport, if you're going to stand, you're supposed to stand on the right. If you want to walk, you go on the left. It's like a passing lane. That's what yeah, it I have been told. It doesn't happen every time. A lot of times no. there'll be a couple standing side by side and you cannot get around. Also um I don't know if this is irrational but balloons. Not a fan of balloons. Every time our son is with a balloon. I'm like, don't pop it, don't pop it, don't pop it. I don't do well with loud bangs. Oh my gosh, I just thought of another irrational fear that I have. That might even be bigger than the bowling ball machine. Okay. The freaking can of biscuits. Oh, yeah. That's that, not irrational. That's very rational. That terrifies me. Anytime I have like the, the what are they called? The Pillsbury yep. can of biscuits. And you got to open that bad boy up. And you tear the paper and you slowly peel it away. And then you have to slam it against the edge of the countertop. The whole, like all the senses in my body just like freeze up because I am waiting for that can to pop and I kind of squint and I'm anticipating it and when it does it it's like my heart just starts pounding. I don't it's know scary. what's worse. Like de like de-escalating a bomb or opening a can <laughs> of biscuits. What has like I wonder if you, you talked to deactivating any, a yeah, bomb. Deactivating. Got it. I don't know if you talked to military police and you said, "Hey, what's deactivating a bomb like?" I they may answer it. It's kind of like opening that can of biscuits. <laughs> And you're just trying to be so sweet with it, and oh, then boom! Oh man, it's pops. terrible, right? Yeah, freaks me out That's every a good time. One.
That's a good one. Uh, your irrational fears. Text them. 68719. It's our Tell the Truth Tuesday question. It's Joey and Lauren. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. And I don't know who to blame here. I don't know if we should blame Lauren, if we should blame society, if other people like this. So I've never heard of this before. A social norm or uh, maybe not being socially normal. But uh, we were in a group chat, right? We have a few group chats, one with our boss, a mm-hmm. couple other people. Um, and we were in a group chat, and the person texted us. And immediately, I started to respond. I had my phone open, saw the text in the group chat. Quickly, right after the person, she sent the text. I go to respond. And you said, wait, 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 wait. Joey, don't respond right now. Well, why? My, my phone's open. That looks desperate. Like, give it a few seconds. Yeah, That's no, no, weird. no, 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 no. That I, I'm surprised that you don't feel the same way. And I need to know if other people feel the same way because anytime I get a text and say I am literally on my phone at that exact moment and a text pops up, I avoid responding for at least two to three minutes. Why? Now, the, the problem behind it is I do that and then I end up forgetting to respond completely. And then it looks like I'm being rude because then I forget to respond. But the purpose is I feel like it almost appears a little desperate or a little needy that I'm responding right away or that it's like, oh, she's always on her phone. It's almost a little embarrassing. So when you get a text, you purposely wait, even though you have the answer, you know the response you need to do, you will wait. always wait because I feel like I don't want to give the other person the idea that I'm lame and I don't have a life and I'm just on my phone. So I, I give it a couple of minutes so it's to image. make it seem Got like it. Got I'm not it. awaiting their response. Does that make sense? Because then I feel like it almost looks as though I am just right there waiting just on, on my toes trying to get a response from this person. And then the second I respond. If you get I it, if I, if I get a text and I know my response and I'm looking at my phone, I'm going to respond. I'm not going to wait. What is that like being fashionably late? Is that what it's yes, like? It's kind like of you don't like want to show up right at the beginning of the party. It's kind of like that. It's my buffer. Okay, so you know this. Anytime you go somewhere, a barbecue, whatever, you always want to be at least how much? Like ten minutes late. I'm a a ten minute late guy. Yes, or more. Yes, and this is my buffer. That's your buffer. This is my buffer. With texts, I don't know why, but it's like I feel like it gives off the illusion that I am so desperately waiting for you to text me that I had to respond. You want to act like you've got other plans. You've got other stuff going on. Like I want to act like you are not the whole part of but my day 90% this text. 90% of the time I know what happens you will forget and then you and then you turn into the bigger jerk by not responding at all and I, I will tell you I know that's that's where you get burned if I could respond immediately and look desperate and I put that in air quotes as Lauren calls it or I and don't don't respond at all cuz I forget about it who's the bigger jerk it's definitely the person that doesn't respond at all not the person that responds immediately haven't you ever had it where maybe you gives you you call somebody and they instantly answer like a half a ring or less yeah doesn't it feel kind of like geez were you waiting phone for me to call like <laughs> See, phone that's calls feel a I little feel. different to me it phone feels calls like that feel a text. little different phone calls feel a little different because especially if like someone goes i'll call you at noon i will wait till 1201 or 1202 to call because there's this idea that i don't want to feel like oh i've been waiting on pins and needles or that's for noon. like that's your one thing that but day text to me it's a conversation so that's like what if someone asked you a question you'd be like yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Sorry, I was busy thinking about other things that I have to do. No, it's different, and maybe I don't expect you to fully understand my thought processes. Maybe I'm just more elevated than you are when I think oh, about different elevated. things like that. Okay, maybe I'm just you, a little more, yeah. you know, high society when it comes to texting. You are a desperate texter. Thank you. 
I'm a DT. You're calling me a DT. You're a DT, but that's confusing because DT in our house is Daniel Tiger. So now I'm really confused. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, all that stuff. Joey's desperate with texting. Yeah, I I don't know. It's weird. Just give it a minute, man. Okay, so my phone's open and I'm on my phone browsing whatever and someone texts and I know exactly what I want to say. I'm supposed to sit there and go... Yeah, I'll wait a second so you don't maybe, think I'm desperate. Maybe I'm the only one who does this, but I always wait. I'll read it, and then Do I wait. Do you wait for phone calls, too? Like, if, if yes. you're expecting oh a phone call. Oh, my gosh. Call. I let it ring for a while, even what? when you call me, because I don't want it to seem like I'm so, on my phone right now. But you are on your phone but right no now. But no one has to know. Oh, because everyone else somehow is not, Everyone's on their phones you, all the time. You don't That's, do that with phone calls? No, not normally. If, 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 my, if I'm holding my phone right now in my right hand, you can hear it. Yeah. If someone called, now I'm on the show, but if someone called me, I would not sit there and go, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Oh my gosh. I let it ring for a couple rings. Hello? Maybe you think it's, you're lazy and you're always on your phone. I think I'm a super productive person. You can always reach me. I just don't want it to seem like I'm so dependent on my phone. 68719. Do you do this with phone calls or texts? Because there has to be a immediately. Remember, (laughs) so that's right, right? Wait, wait, wait. I text us immediately, no. but I ain't texting back immediately. So text us. <laughs> do you wait to text back after a while? Are you with like Lauren or in this? Or phone calls. Do or you have the calls. ring buffer? This is the problem. We're always worried about what other people think. What do I think? I think if I get a text message, I'm going to respond to it because I'm looking at it. I'm not going to think, oh, what are they going to think? I'm, I'm a DTE. I'm a desperate texter. <laughs> It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. Good morning. It's Joey and Lauren. All right, uh, let's get your life hack. This is an iPhone owner life hack. So if you're an Android owner, just hang on a bit. I know that Android and iPhone get together so well, like good siblings. People get so heated about that. Android or iPhone. iPhone or Android. iOS. I'm like, I don't. I don't care enough. I have a friend that jokes around. He's like, man, and he's on a lot of dating apps. And he goes, if I get a number and I start getting green bubbles and not blue bubbles, I start to have issues. Oh I mean, I, he's, like, he's an iPhone guy. And, you know, if you text <laughs> iPhone, how about that for Apple? They're like, you know what? We're going to let you know when a non-iPhone user is texting you. We're going to change the color from blue to green so you know. And it freaks him out. My mom has an iPhone, and I'm pretty sure my stepdad has an Android, and it feels super weird. Oh, like, I couldn't do like that. Like in a relationship, and yep. you have two different phones, and she says, because they can't FaceTime, because he doesn't have an iPhone, so yeah. they do some Google like video chat. And I'm like, that's weird. If I had an iPhone and my partner had a Android, I'd be like, one of us is going to have to change. I'm not going to live this life. <laughs> I'm not going to live this two different phone company life. I don't know, but it does. Uh, But if you are an iPhone user, you will get better quality pictures from an iPhone if you take the picture and then zoom instead of zooming in first, right? So if you want it closer, don't zoom in first and then take the photo. Take the photo, then zoom it, then crop it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rookie mistake. Don't. Don't be zooming in while you're trying to take a photo. It makes it all grainy. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think they've got like nine lenses on the back. I feel like they should have figured this out by now, but I don't feel like they have. I don't know. Uh, also, according to experts, I've got the best places to go on a first date. According to experts, a beach, a picnic, or hiking are great options to have the best kind of date because the exposure to sunlight increases production of hormones so sunlight can actually make you fall in love. So if you want wow. to go on a good date. Go outside. Yep. I'm surprised the beach is on there. I feel like I'd be a little uncomfortable being at the beach on my first date. I'm with you. Beach is overrated. I think the beach is one of the most overrated things on the planet. Unless, hang on. Now I'm really thinking about this. Unless he took me to the beach to play like beach volleyball. That oh, could be fun. Beach volleyball is the most what? overrated. It is 
everyone thinks it's going to be fun. It's going to be like the scene from Top Gun. Beach volleyball stinks because everyone's probably average or below average. So you you're not going to get a good rally going. Your foot is going to get caught in some pit that no one you know some some kid was trying to dig a sandcastle. Anytime people want to play beach volleyball, I get very frustrated. I'm saying it's not going to. And then the, oh the ball bounces gosh. everywhere, and the ball bounces way away. You've got to go chase it. Ping it's pong's such the same a way. Get off my lawn, guy. I thought it would be fun rather than like going or to the beach and like. Being in a swimsuit and getting into the water. Like, that to me would be too uncomfortable for a first date. When was the last time you played beach volleyball and had a great time? Well, exactly. I don't know. I, that's a good question. You, you, somebody needs to take me to play beach you volleyball. You want to play beach volleyball for a first date <laughs> and eat sand for 30 minutes before you guys get tired and realize it's lame with, like, two or three people? No way. So, the beach I don't agree with. Okay. Hike, totally, but also first date, hike. That kind of freaks me out a little bit. In the woods, could get lost, could but, be a weirdo. You, know, you want to make sure you're safe, yep. 100%. But apparently, if you are looking to spark the romance on a first date, you need to go on an outside date, and you need to be in sunlight. Don't go outside at dark. Go outside at light time, and that sunlight's going to boost those hormones. Yeah, but this can be any date, right? It doesn't have to be the first date. No, yeah, date. I guess that's true. It could be your 50th date. Yes, it's true. Okay. But I'm with you. I think the beach is overrated. I, if I go to the beach 10 times, 8 out of 10, I'm like, eh, it's windy. I get sand in my yeah, sandwich. Yeah, it depends on the kind of beach, too, because yeah. if it's a beach with a lot of rocks, yep. then you're just stepping over a lot of rocks. It's Dead not, jellyfish. Yeah. Cigarette butts. No one ever talks about that. Broken <laughs> bottles. Right? Crabs. Every, yeah, those little tiny crabs that, like, blend in that you're, like, all of a sudden are standing on your leg and all that stuff. So I'm with you, man. Uh, worst place to have a first date? What do you think? Movie theater? You hate movies, right? Uh, I hate movies. Well, you hate movie dates, sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's always weird to go on a first date to a movie because you don't interact with the person you're on the date with. So then you spend like two and a half hours with them, but you pretty much know nothing about them. Yeah. Because you're just sitting and watching a movie. Also, I, I find post-movie conversation can be weird if like you just bring up the movie and then I don't know how to transition from that. You're just like, oh, yeah, good movie. I huh? get anxiety. It's like a little awkward uh, situation right when the movie ends and it's that time to stand up. And it's just kind of awkward. You almost feel embarrassed. Are you or a? Weird. Uh, do you try to get the get out of the theater immediately? Or are you the person that like sits there, or do you stand and stretch? I stretch. Yeah, I stretch. I act like I'm uh, turning my phone back on. I you know get back into my regular mode. I grab my popcorn and my drink. Yep. Maybe finish it off real quick. When I was a kid, my mom wanted to stay for the entire credits because those people deserve to be appreciated. Like, so she was <laughs> like, hey, so true, all these people worked on the movie. We deserve to be able to see their name go across the screen. So constantly as a kid, we'd be sitting there the whole time. Movie theater's empty. The guy's, like, vacuuming up. He's got the little wand checking for anybody that missed anything. And then we're sitting there to make sure that the key grip number 15, the guy that holds the boom mic, gets recognized. Well, I bet your mom was thinking, if that were one of my kids, yeah, I would want to make sure that they said. were recognized. See? Because, no, you're right. Nobody reads the credits. So that's why I don't go on movie dates, because I'm going to have to tell my date, oh, by the way, we've got to be here for like another two and a half minutes when <laughs> everyone else is gone, and you're going to get real weirded out. It's my family tradition. Wait, what did you just say? It's time to play Speak Out with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's play the game we call Speak Out. You just have to guess what we're saying. It's that easy. Uh, Ronnie is playing with us today. What's going on, Ronnie? How are you? Not much. You ready to do a Pretty little? Good. You ready to do a little speak out? Sure. All right. Uh, who do you want to wear the mouthpiece first and foremost? Uh, I don't know. I never played this. Okay. So, okay. So here's how the game works. Uh, one of us is going to be wearing a mouthpiece, and it's hard okay. to understand what we're saying, and you have to guess what we're saying. All right. All right. Uh, 
have you wear the mouthpiece, Joey. All right, okay. perfect. Okay, so I'm going to put right. it in. So, Ronnie, I'm going to be reading hints to you, and then you have to guess what that is after Joey says it. Are you ready? All right, yeah. Okay, right, you your hint is a fall beverage. Hot apple cider. Hot apple cider. You waste no time, Ronnie. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, your next one is a creature in the ocean. Beluga whale. Beluga whale. Beluga whale. Yeah, you got that. Nice job, Ronnie. Okay, your next one is a breakfast protein. Oh my god! Wow! How do you get that? Okay, uh, your next hint is a children's nursery rhyme. Get out of here. Do you have a cheat sheet somewhere? This is insane. Do you have a camera in the studio and you're looking yeah. at my paper? <laughs> Okay, uh, your next one is a place. <laughs> Santorini, Greece. Santorini, Greece. Somewhere uh, in Greece. Yeah. Santorini, Greece. What was that? Santorini, Greece. Yeah, you got it. Oh, my gosh. As Joey's dripping his spit everywhere, and you still Who got everyone. Who Santorini, else. Greece? Apparently, Ronnie does. Ronnie, that was a Hall of Fame performance, man. How about that? Awesome. Joey and Lauren. We are trying to find out if you are desperate if you immediately respond to text messages. So, long story short, yesterday Lauren and I were in a uh, group chat and we were walking and I had my phone out and this person texted into our group thing and I immediately start to respond. And Lauren, you hold out your hand and go, no, 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 don't respond yet. Well, why don't respond yet? Don't. You look desperate if you respond right away. Just (laughs) give it a few minutes. It's just, yeah, you got to have that buffer time. So, I think this is a little odd. I feel like if you are on your phone and you get a text and you know what you want to say, you respond. Who cares what they think? They think you're desperate. Who cares? Maybe you're checking emails. Maybe you're doing spreadsheets. They don't think you're on Facebook. Maybe they do, but who cares? <laughs> 68719. I which don't is... want to read these texts. Okay, I here don't we want go. To. Oh, oh, no. Is it not going your way? Uh, this one just says Lauren is nuts. <laughs> It, I mean, it really is. Like, same thing with phone calls, right? So if you're sitting there and you are holding your phone and your mom calls you or I call you, you will let it ring on purpose a few times. Yeah, 100%. Wow. That's insane. I always let it. Uh, this one says, text back right away. It's not desperate. Who cares? Oh, and being late is extremely rude. That's a shame well, on you because you are always late. Hold on. I am five minutes late to meetings and I'm 10 minutes late for like parties and stuff. It's not rude to be 10 minutes late to a birthday party. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. Uh, no, absolutely. Text right back. That seems rude to wait. Uh, okay. I found someone on my side. I'm totally a waiter. I'm defying with Lauren. Always on the phone, but no one needs to know. LOL. <laughs> so, it's, so it's this <laughs> idea. And just so I know this correctly and I'm getting this straight. It's because if you respond immediately... Their first thought is, oh, so you must be sitting on your couch yes. holding your phone. Yes. Got it. 100%. This okay. one says, I think Lauren is going to get an ulcer worrying about all this stuff. I know. Like, that just <laughs> seems like an unnecessary worry. This one says, every time my boss calls me, I wait at least four rings. Same. I do that too. To me, wouldn't it benefit you if you answered right when your boss called? Because then they'd be like, oh, wow. 
You're on top of it. Like I don't that's know. Being it's like I want to be productive. efficient, but not too efficient. This one <laughs> says I think it's professional and courteous to respond immediately. Keeping people waiting is the opposite. Now, I I do say on on the other end, like the thing that's starting to freak me out about kind of just culture is like if you send an email for or you get an email from work, if you don't respond later in the day, like They'll, you know, send a follow-up, like, what's mm-hmm. going on? I worry about that a little bit, that it's almost like, hey, if you're busy with your family, oh, I don't care. Did you get my email? That worries me. But the idea that I'm looking at a text and I'm supposed to yeah. wait, it seems weird. This one says, I wait. It's practically subconscious at this point. Two to three minutes, though, to, uh, for sure, before responding. I need the illusion I'm not on my phone all the time. It's so true. It's the illusion. Yes. Uh, this one says, I do the same as Lauren. I don't look at it as a desperate thing, though. It's just something I've always done. And this one says, uh, mirror the pace of a person. If they're always slow to respond, do them the same courtesy. If they're prompt, be respectful oh, and prompt, uh, respond promptly. I do have a relationship with a friend of mine that we are so inconsistent with the texts that we send and receive and reply back to that I will say he's a guy that I'm like, oh, okay, if I don't respond in a few hours, he's not going to be yeah. upset. So I guess it's true. Maybe you're just kind of reading the room situation. This one says, no, I don't wait. That kind of stuff was annoying in the dating world too. Answer the phone, answer yeah. the text. I don't know anyone who thinks anything weird about someone answering a text or call immediately. I have never. It's never crossed my mind on the other end. I've never, you know, if I text somebody and they immediately text back, I've never thought, oh, man. Aren't they just addicted to their phone? They just can't get away from it. <laughs> this text, I'm with Joey on this. I always respond immediately, but partly because I'm afraid I will forget to respond if I wait. So that happens to me. All That's the time. That's where I burn myself. So this is why. I've always tried to figure out why you don't respond to text messages and why you will literally leave your friends high and dry for sometimes weeks on end. It's because you're so obsessed with trying to be the cool one <laughs> and trying to act like you're so busy oh, when you're not. I, Mason texted in basically calling me out for playing middle school mind games. That's what it is. It says the only time I don't respond right away is if I'm busy. If I'm free and can respond immediately, I will. Life is too long to be worrying about little things like uh, playing middle school mind games. Well, I will tell you, in this case yesterday... We were walking. We were walking. We weren't doing anything. And I was holding my phone along. I was, don't respond now. Give it a second. Give it a second. It just seems like too eager. I don't know. So it's pretty split. I mean, I am scrolling through. I I can't even get to all these texts, but most people, I think, are on your side. Look at all those people texting responsibly, responding when we ask to text. We ask people to text, and they text in. That's what's amazing about this. (laughs) It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.